Fa la 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 la. Tis the season, Andy. Tis. <laughs> Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, yeah. and all that. All the other PC stuff. It. Do it yes. today. We are not slash you. We aren't. Today we are slash Yule. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that one, Andy. Andy, that one, I've had that written for like two days you now. You had it chambered, <laughs> and you're waiting to bust it out. We're slash Yule. We're slash Yule today. That's better than slash poo. The plumbing, <laughs> the plumbing podcast. From I don't know. My week. wife liked it. She thought it was. That's pretty funny. Um, slash Yule. Merry Christmas. Yes, and happy holidays to you all. I am Nick, and I'm Andy. Saint Nick. Ooh. And this is my little elf, Andy. St. Andy, yeah. <laughs> my little elf. He's so cute. Um, I'm taller and heavier than you. <laughs> but I'm still St. Nick. Yeah, I hey, love it. But we are, uh, for real, we're Slash U. We are. Today we're Slash Yule. But what do we do here at Slash U, Andy? We uh, dissect and discuss these campy, uh, forgotten horror slasher movies filmed between the years 1977 and 1988. Because there's a lot of them. There's that time frame so many that are forgotten and campy. This is delightful. This one's fun. I know many of you out there have heard of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember this movie as being, um, how do I put it, controversial back in the day. I'm dating myself, but this caused a lot of stink yeah. back in the day in the 80s when this came out. We are doing Silent Night, Deadly Night, 1984, yeah. 84 minutes. Mm-hmm. Directed um, by Charles E. Sellier Jr., Sellier, S-E-L-L-I-E-R, Jr. They made, they went on to make five of these motherfuckers. They did, and I read that the, the parts four and part five have nothing to do oh, with really? uh, parts one, two, well, three. Well, Mickey Rooney's in the fifth one. He's like a toy maker that goes mental and then starts killing people. But I remember he was... I read that he was an adamant protester of the original movie. So what really? a fucking hypocrite. Fuck you, Mickey Rooney, for uh, like saying, fuck Silent Night, Deadly Night, but then you needed yep. a dollar in 1991, right. so you did Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, Silent piece of night. shit. Everyone, Merry Christmas. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna lump a cold everyone dick. Everyone has a price, Nick. I know, everyone you're right. Everyone has a price. But uh, <laughs> again, what, I'm going to be honest with you too, Andy. I'm surprised I hadn't, like, I'm a, I really feel like I'm a pretty big I like horror movies. I sure. like old slasher movies. Hell, that's why we do slash you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. But I still, I hadn't seen this one. And I hadn't either. I mean, uh, I actually told my parents that this was the one we were going to watch, and my dad brought up the controversy. He said, I remember that. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. People were protesting it and, and uh, hardcore against it. Phil Donahue um, had dedicated a whole hour of his show, the Donahue show, wow. just to protest this. Yeah. Uh, do you know what that does? It just causes people oh, to go watch it. It's just like when, you, you know, know, Al Gore or, you know, Lynn, Lisa, whatever Al Gore's wife's name is. It's slipping me right now. Tipper. But Tipper Gore. Thank yeah. you. She put like the, the st- oh, bad music. Yeah. Woohoo! Every kid wanted to listen to you Ozzy just, and yeah, Judas Priest. You just draw attention to it. I mean, the best way, if you want a movie like this to not fail, or to fail, I'm sorry, don't go see it. Just don't. Don't pay any attention. If you bring a spotlight to it, more people are going to oh, be yeah. like, I want to go see that. Yeah, or tell or tell your teenagers oh. to go do it because, you know, it's like <laughs> when, when right. grandparents started getting on Facebook. Now everyone's like, oh, <laughs> fuck Facebook. <laughs> so it's like if you want them to do it, just go ahead and do it. Yeah, it's... parents would be like, I like the looks of this movie. I think <laughs> yeah. I'd like to go see it. Tommy, would you want to go see it? And Tommy's going to be like, fuck no, you think it's cool? <laughs> I don't think it's cool, Dad. You this know. movie was released the same week Nightmare on Elm Street was out. Oh, it was. Out. Yeah, the original. It actually grossed better uh, the first week, but then obviously Nightmare on Elm Street started taking off. But this was also pulled. Pressure got to the film distributor, and they pulled it. Really, what the controversy was around was uh, the movie poster. Kids would walk in the mall where, you know, most movie theaters were back in the day. Yep. 
around Christmas, kids would see this movie poster of a, a Santa arm with an axe coming out of a chimney. And I mean, as, and a bloody axe and a kid's going, what the fuck is this? Right. Santa, so is Santa dangerous? <laughs> we'll find out today on Slash U. Santa baby, yeah. let me touch your naughty it's, uh, bits, bits. This, um, was, this was a very easy movie. Yeah, why don't we... There's there's lot to discuss. I mean, we already got the uh, the controversy kind of knocked out of the way, but we'll, we'll sure. dive into it more. There's a lot of fun stuff here mm-hmm. uh, within this movie. Very simple, easy. Yeah. I don't think this movie would have made such a big deal like if it was like Easter Bunny or Easter Bloody Bunny. I, sure. I don't think it would have made like that, but quite of a stink. Like, but or that would be a cool movie though. Just like some a, guy. I mean, he's, yeah. In in this movie, the killer's dressed as Santa Claus. If it was just some guy who went nuts and started killing just people on guy. Christmas Eve. Nobody would care. On October 12th, Justice Christopher Columbus. Sure. Yeah, there you go. Columbus Slay. The Columbus Day Massacre. <laughs> uh, We're writing movies. Columbus Slay. On this special <laughs> yeah. Christmas edition. But now it's Indigenous Peoples Day. So yes. The Indigenous Peoples. Slay. Slay. In any case. Get into those Cliff Kill Notes. Yeah. Today brought to you by Blatt's Beer. Blatt's. When you need the facts. What was it? I forget. Get Fuck. your facts. Get your facts. With Blatt's. With Blatt's. Yeah. This I, I kind of struggled uh, to to do some brief uh, but comprehensive Cliff Kill notes because this is a very easy move to follow, but it has a slow setup. Mm-hmm. We'll get into all the details. Um, so I'm going to take what I wrote and I might just uh, paraphrase it on the fly. First of all, the characters in this movie are some of the major characters. Our, our our main character is Billy. We see Billy both at age five, at age eight, and then at age eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, three different stages of his life. Their uh, mother superior, the the head nun at the Bitch. orphanage where Billy grows up. Their sister Margaret, who's more Aww. or less Billy's only friend, a very sensitive nun, also at the orphanage. Billy's little brother Ricky, we see him as a baby, and then uh, again I think at age uh, four, and then again at age fourteen, I believe. Mister Sims, he's Bill- Billy's boss at the toy store where he works. There's Andy, Billy's coworker in the stockroom. He's the manager of the stockroom. Manager of the stockroom. He's real dick bag. Uh, yeah. There's Pamela, who's sort of a love interest for Billy. She's a clerk at the toy store, and uh, I think this other lady's name was Mrs. Randall. Yep. She had a funny hat uh, in the movie. So those are, in my opinion, the characters we spend the most time with in this movie. There's a few others that'll come up as we go along. Yes, okay. I couldn't agree more. We're going to find out, you know, obviously as he goes on his Santa sleigh. Originally yeah. the movie titled, uh, what was it, Sleigh Ride? S-L-A-Y. Oh, yeah. Not Bad Santa. <laughs> I mean, it's right there. But They should have they used the word fucking naughty. Yeah. I mean, because that word is... Is Naughty. really no, I punish. Punish. Like is it like a fucking like I'm rocking around like I'm crazy. Like he all of a sudden he snaps and he becomes a fucking derelict. Right. Anyway, um, set up. Here we go. Yes. Okay. So it's 1971. Little Billy and his family are visiting Grandpa in the mental hospital. This is in Utah. Whole movie takes place in Utah. It's Christmas Eve, 1971. And uh, for a little bit, as parents leave Billy alone with Grandpa, he doesn't speak. He sits there silent in a chair. But while Billy's alone with Grandpa, he becomes lucid for a moment, and he warns Billy that Santa punishes naughty kids. Yes. Billy gets scared. On the way home, the family comes upon a stranded Santa on the road. Uh, his car broke down. But we know as the audience that that guy has just robbed a convenience store. And we'll talk about that. The struggle ensues and Billy's parents are murdered right in front of him. 
we jump ahead three years. Billy's in the. We explore Billy's time in the orphanage where his memories were suppressed. His memories of his parents' death are suppressed, and he is punished for acting out in various ways. Needless to say, his time in the orphanage is not very good, uh, just therefore contributing to his trauma. We then jump ahead ten years. Billy's eighteen, and he's working in a toy store, gearing up for Christmas. At one point, he's asked to play Santa. You know, have the kids sit on his laps and whatnot. And after some, uh, the after work party, after some drinks and other and other trauma, Billy finally snaps into thinking that he is Santa and he must punish naughty people. Punish! And killing ensues. And uh, that's the setup. Very good. Thanks. Another. Yeah, knocked it out of Cliff the park. Kill notes knocked out of the park by it. Mr. Andrew Damos. So we get the guy in three stages of his life. As yes. a little kid in 71, as a five-year-old, later in 74, as an eight-year-old, and then in 84, as an 18-year-old. Well, that's one of the fun things about how this movie starts off. And I really, it was interesting to see how Billy just fucking loses it and becomes yeah. uh, the Slayer Santa. It's an extreme case of PTSD. I mean, more or well, less, along well, with other trauma. Yeah, I mean, again, kids. seeing his mom topless. So they're driving on their way out to see this creepy-ass grandpa. Yep. Grandpa looked like, I guess, a stunt double for Burt Reynolds and Boogie Nights. Like, <laughs> he sure did. If this guy was in Boogie Nights, he would have <laughs> been Burt Reynolds' stunt double. But yeah. but they're on the way to see this creepy grandpa who lives the fuck town far away, man. This guy lives, they're honestly on the road away. for s- several yeah. Andy. Yeah. And they only stay for 15 minutes. Only it's for, bizarre. Only for creepy grandpa to say, oh, is that what's going to get you? If you've been dead, you're going to get punished by Santa. Right. But because as Andy said, he's lucid. He doesn't talk. He just kind of stares away. The doctor asks the parents to come into his office so he can kind of update them on his condition. And yeah, uh, paperwork. Paperwork. And, and Billy, uh, the mom says to Billy, like, oh, uh, Billy, of course, is like, why isn't Grandpa um, talking or saying anything? And, and Mom just says, you know, Grandpa is very sick. He doesn't even know we're here. And and Billy, perfectly logical <laughs> question, says, then why did we come here for? You know, what did we come here for? He doesn't even know we're here. That's what's so... Why if, are we here? If you think about it, if they wouldn't have gone on this trip... <laughs> none of this would have None happened. of this would have happened. Everything yep. would have been fucking cool. Yep. One thing, a uh, side note on this, the soundtrack... Uh, in the car, they're listening to a song called Christmas Fever. So I started looking up these. Okay, I, I like Christmas. Me too. And I like Christmas songs. Yeah. I feel like I know some of them, but I didn't know any of these. No. I didn't know any of these. So they're listening to that on the radio as the DJ is telling everyone it's a cold day in Utah. So there were so many Christmas songs I didn't think existed. But um, getting there, back. To- there is a Spotify playlist that I found um, for uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. I think you can just look it up. Oh, I got one. It's I actually the- was looking up one of the songs. Warm Side of the Warm Door. Side of the yeah. Door. <laughs> I got it. I got um, it right here. It, yeah, good. And uh, I saved it. Silent Night, uh, Deadly Night. It is a. It is an album. On Spotify, original motion picture soundtrack, Perry Botkin, who is credited as the composer of the music on this movie. I thought it was a female. Morgan Ames, I believe, wrote some of it, but she also did the soundtrack to Troop Beverly Hills, starring uh, Shelley really? Long from Cheers. Nice. Yes. But anyway, yeah. it's it's some interesting music. Uh, we'll, we're going to share some with you, and I'm, I'm sure as many of you have seen this movie, you can attest that uh, fun Christmas music that we're not used to. <laughs> um, Why would they leave? They go to the doctor's office. They leave the kid alone in the mental hospital 
with Grandpa. Why would they do that? Well, because they they he they doesn't speak. He doesn't. Yeah, but he becomes lucid because again, how many movies have we seen with a mental facility? This uh, is our last one for the year, too, folks. Right, I right, mean, right. We'll get into that later. But the, out of the nineteen movies that we watched, yeah, how many? That's going to be an interesting one to bring um, up. I mean, I don't, we don't need to do it, you know. Well, now, I'd have but, to go through and count them, but there's been a lot. I mean, let's include Halloween. Let's mm-hmm. include uh, shit. Trick the, or treats. Trick or treats. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, final exam. Killer workout. I thought no. Splatter University. Number so, one. A lot of mental yeah. we, uh, orphanages. I think this is the only orphanages. 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 But that's what I kind of was looking at. It was yeah. like you know, there, here's another mental facility. Right. It's the uh, Utah Mental Hospital. Yes, and Grandpa doesn't speak. <laughs> Only um, one in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Utah. Now, you, this is the only one. If you want to get fancy shit, you got to go to that Nevada. That's why it's so you far go to away. Nevada. It's just in the middle of the state. Everyone's got to drive from everywhere to find it. The Seriously. Utah Mental Hospital. I yeah. can't believe. I mean, but Ricky made a good point. Why do we have to show up? Couldn't they just call the doctor and gotten the update? But, Billy, yeah. Billy, because this is when we hear Ricky's name. Uh, the second time I watched this, I really started putting it together because they really should have introduced Ricky, not saying more, little Ricky, but uh, Billy's brother. They kind of even like small quick edit flashbacks to who he is because it's really very important at the very 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 last scene of the movie as we all know ricky is billy's little brother yeah yeah and in this beginning of the movie he's a baby mom's carrying him around oh yeah so mom dad and their baby ricky go off with the doctor grandpa just says uh you know do you know what today is it's christmas eve yeah grandpa comes yeah he punishes the naughty yeah because he asked he asked little billy have you been have you been been good good all year Mm -hmm. And he shakes his head no. And so he's like, well, you're going to get punished. Yeah, Billy's an honest out. kid. I mean, yeah. there's no kid out there at five years old who's who's good 100% of the time. Yeah, he tells Billy to run for his life. If you see Santa, you run for your life. You better get out of here. <laughs> and then as the parents come out of the door, the edibles kick back in, and Grandpa sits back up. So it goes back to, like, comatose. Waking coma. Yeah. And so Billy is... He's now scared. The seed is planted in Billy's mind that yes. Santa... Santa uh, punishes uh, bad kids. Yeah, and uh, the drive back, Billy asks if mommy's ever been naughty. Mommy, have you ever been naughty? <laughs> mommy, have you ever been naughty? And I kind of laughed. Would have been at a that. perfect opportunity for mom to share a sly look with dad. I know they didn't. That would be rad because she was, I thought, a very uh, she was a yeah. attractive person. And in the vein of these types of movies, she definitely could have been like. Have yeah, I, like have I been naughty? Because they did make mm-hmm. some some of those. There's a lot of <laughs> sexual innuendos in these movie, and I remember Billy gets mad at his mom because she's he's saying that Grandpa told me that I'm gonna be punished, and she's like, "Oh, don't listen to Grandpa. He's an old crazy fool." Yeah, and he Billy's like, "Mom, don't you, say you that. You can't talk bad about yeah." You can't talk bad about the old people, mommy. You're gonna get punished. We cut to a convenience store. Yes, where. Uh... Santa Claus. A guy dressed as Santa is going inside, and of course the store clerk is like, oh, it's bad enough, i got to hear this shit on the radio, and now it walks into my store. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know. He's just a, That's exactly it, I think. He's it's just really... making small talk with this guy dressed as Santa, and the guy dressed as Santa is like, I'm collecting money for a charity, isn't he? Yes. he says, and then he pulls out a gun. Yeah, so he's robbing, he's the, robbing the, robbing the store. store. and But the clerk wants to fight back. Yep, he has his own gun he under the counter. Own, doesn't work out too well for no. old clerky. Clerk gets shot at least three times, once in the head. Yes, all for $31. Santa makes off with $31. Which would have been like $45 today. Oh, so, sure. But so, it, you know. that was a, a quotable line to the movie. $31, Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah. 
uh, and he gets in his car and drives away. Santa um, is watching. Santa is back. waiting. We go back to the family driving home. Yep. Mom's asleep. Uh, Billy's asleep. Little Ricky's asleep. Dad's driving. And there's Santa's watching playing on the radio. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's a weird-ass song, dude. Santa's watching. Again, Santa is waiting. Check the Spotify playlist. Yeah, Santa's a fucking pervert. Yeah, Santa's yeah. out in the bushes <laughs> with no pants on. <laughs> Looking at your mom, yeah, taking off her bra. What the hell? So, um, they, they, uh... <laughs> That <laughs> that threw me. I'm sorry. That threw me for a second. <laughs> Why would you say that? Beverly Damos is a saint. Mom wakes up a little bit, and they uh, they come upon quote unquote Santa broken down. It's the same. We know it's the same Santa that yep. just robbed the clerk. Because you see, it, you you recognize his car, and you're mm-hmm. immediately your the movie watchers uh, red flags go up. Oh no, this this can't yes. be good. Uh, right away. Right away. And of course. Dad is like, oh, he must, he must be on his way to a party. Oh, oh Billy's gonna love this. Billy's gonna. Should we wake up Billy? And of course, Billy wakes up at that point and is, is scared. The fuck out. Keep driving. I don't want to. I don't want to meet Santa. Go away. Go away. You know. And um, a struggle Billy, ensues. Yeah, yeah. Billy freaks out, but as Santa, as they slow down for Santa, and you know, he kind of gets Santa doesn't really the the the, the robber Santa doesn't really mess around. He gets right to the point and pulls a gun out of the family. The wife screams. Dad throws it in reverse. And protests. Dad throws a car in, pro, uh, in protest and tries to get the F out of there. Robber Santa fires like a few rounds and definitely knocks Dad, yeah, he... causing the car to go into a ditch. This is when Billy gets the chance to run out and hide in yeah. a small ditch along the road. And Santa decides to grab the mom, throw her on the ground, rip her shirt off, aggressively rip her shirt off, so she is bare-chested, and then decides just to cut, cut her, her throat. Cut her throat. And then he's kind of looking for Billy. Yeah, he does kind of. He Where does. are you, you, you little yeah, bastard? You little fuck. Where you know, are you? You know, Billy, of course, can see the bloody knife sort of uh, in his hand, and he's just cowering in the bushes. Uh, and meanwhile, baby Ricky is crying in the back seat. What we the? were, Cheryl and I were like, is he going to kill this baby? That's what I thought too. We were like, is he going to kill the baby? Dude, I swear I said the same thing yeah. to Jody. I was like, we were this, because I, I was like, I know I haven't seen this my first yeah. time, but yeah. I was like, that would add yeah. some controversy right there. Kill a little oh, fucking baby. For sure. This movie was already dark, you know, because this, this little kid witnessing his parents getting killed and his mom bare chested and all that bomb bare chested santa who he just found out from his grandfather who just you know he on just acid. found out yeah. yeah santa punishes naughty people yeah and, and so and he probably thinks like uh this is because my mom called grandpa crazy you know santa punishes him severely kills and yeah him. And, and and he's and he's and santa's looking for him and, so that's why he continues yep. to hide he didn't come out so the, the music playing Great over, creepy over music. Over this scene is kind of that Santa's watching. Yeah, Santa's instrumental. Watch. It's kind of uh, uh, what's the word modified to be off yes. key, kind of minor key, and sure. it's creepy. Great music in this. Oh, not only the great uh, Christmas kind of music that speaks to Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. specific customized music for them but even what i think 80s slashers do very well and even 70s our genre time era andy mm-hmm. is is the music that kind of like it's creepy as fuck mm-hmm. even the intro with the silent night deadly night that those kids santa's watching santa's waiting he'll kill you he'll kill i mean it's creepy as fuck so yeah, yeah. um then we're gonna go ahead and uh jump jump 1974 Billy is not found 1974 it's three years later we're at the utah orphanage center saint right mary's... down the street from the utah no, i'm just kidding no it's saint mary's <laughs> home for orphan, yeah it's all catholic and children shit. yeah it's a catholic uh Catholic orphanage. The kids are in class making drawings for Christmas and hanging them on the board. And the teacher wants the the 
uh, teacher wants Billy to hang up his his drawing, his drawing. Christmas drawing. Yeah, and, and it's not a good one. That's a terrifying one. He's got uh, what was it? If Santa with a whole bunch of bloody knives. And Santa's Santa. with a bloody. It's Santa filled with knives and a and decapitated a reindeer. Reindeer with its head cut <laughs> off. And, um, I wonder what that piece of art what's going for nowadays. He, yeah, the actual piece of art. It's yeah. probably. At least a couple, of 20 bucks, somewhere, yeah, 30 bucks. Um, but Billy uh, sees nothing wrong with this. He, he, At least that's what I gathered. He didn't really have a problem with this drawing. He went to hang it on the board just like anyone else. And one of the other little girls in class was like, oh, my God, teacher, look. And the, and they sent him to Mother Superior's office. Mother Superior's fucking hardcore. Uh, She's not messing around. She's not having so, a Sister Margaret's hippie shit. So Billy is eight years old at this yes. point. And we know that his memories of that incident uh, are repressed because uh, uh, Sister Margaret is in the office, too. She's trying to pull that hippie stuff, like, yeah. oh, you don't understand Mother <laughs> the Superior? The of it. Yeah. yeah, and Mother Superior's like, I do it my way with switches and right. baseball right. bats and belts. Mother Superior sends Billy to his room, and uh, Sister Margaret just says, you, you needed proof that he's yes. still troubled. Here it is. You know, look at this drawing. And um, Mother Superior's just like, Merry Christmas. we're going to... Um, <laughs> We're gonna teach him our way. You yes, know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of him, or I'm gonna I'm gonna personally watch over this child. And Margaret, Sister Margaret, just says, "What if those memories come out someday?" And Mother Superior says, "Then if they do, he'll have the training to deal with them." And, and all she's gonna do is suppress, suppress, suppress. You yes, know, beat the kid into behaving. Exactly. Uh, yeah, all very bad things that we know nowadays that Sis- you really shouldn't do. Sister Margaret was a saint. She was. Um, <laughs> Sister Margaret was. She, I mean, it was the. She yeah. really wanted to feel out and really comfort the right. psychosis that Billy is going through. Confront his, yes. his grief or his memories of his parents getting killed. So yeah. Billy is sit to his room and he's watching the kids playing so play in the snow and he's just kind of bummed out. But Sister Margaret, you know, comes in, gives him a little rub on the shoulder and says, you know, we really want you to come out and play with us. So yep. come on out. So he does. Yep. But before he goes out, I'm just gonna go ahead and jump to the chase, Andy. Who does he see fucking? I think it's maybe a couple of older. Uh, orphans. Oh, I we weren't sure either. Sharon I thought it was. Robin. I thought it was. I thought it was a sister. Like we maybe another nun. Might have been a nun and a priest, but they don't really. It's not really clear. Uh, Billy hears some noises down the hall, and he looks through a keyhole, and he sees a couple people banging. Yeah, um, you see bubes and butts and the stuff. The credits. I don't, I don't think the credits tell you who it was. Uh, they if don't I remember right. I think it just it it did name them. I mean, it said it's like so and so. Uh, but they only the, love in the orphanage. You really or only see him through the keyhole, but then yeah. they, you see him through Mother Superior's eyes because she comes in there and beats the fuck out of him. He takes a belt and starts whipping, whipping him, whip, yeah. whipping two naked people with yep. a belt, and oh, probably with the buckle. God damn, I, Mother I, Superior's I, a. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. She doesn't die in this movie, and I wish she did. I yeah. wish Billy would have gotten one last kill with her. She's got uh, God's wrath, man. <laughs> She's an Old Testament, Old Testament type of punishment. So yeah, so, so Billy goes outside. No. Oh, no, before this though, this is when we still go back to his flashbacks. Oh, because he sees yeah. the naked people. He's pushed back, so he sees his mom's Bubes. bare breasts again, Bubes. Bubes again. He sees her getting her throat cut. He sees dead dad. So again, all this and de- and Santa yelling at him with a gun, and right. he's like, "Fuck!" So again, I mean, major flashback. Uh, so he's flashbacks. kind of convalescing um, uh, naked nudity sex yes with, with the violence of his parents getting killed it's now getting mixed up in his head totally yeah and, and that's what not and, helpful at all <laughs> and, and again sister margaret's way would have been de- definitely more approachable to billy and maybe he saved his life but we're still sticking with mother superior and her fucking aggressive you know yeah. sergeant army beat the fuck out of you for right. having if you think about bubes he is uh he's 
Sister Margaret let him out, but right. she tries to tell Sister Su- Mother Superior that. She tries to say, hey, I let Billy out. Because yeah, don't she, blame him. Right? Yeah, don't blame him. But she's right. like, no, you shut up, Mother or Sister Margaret. I'm Mother Superior. I'm fucking talking. Yep. And she's like, you've been naughty. And yep. uh, punishment is absolute. Punishment is good. Right. Punishment is punishment absolute. Is punishment is good. Go back to your room. And yeah, and die. so like this is where you hear your brother's a nutcase. And then uh, little Ricky... Another scene of him. No, he's not. No, he's not. Leave him alone. So that's where we learned that the baby survived. Mm-hmm. That's the first I learned. Thank God the baby survived. I didn't get it. It was and too quick. Yeah, I know because it's one little kid saying to other little kids, "Your brother's a nutcase." So we learned that that kid he's talking to is Ricky, uh, uh, Billy's younger brother, who's at like like four years old. Yeah, I mean he. I mean we got to think if he was five in the thing and the ba- newborn baby, so he's five years older. So I would say he's probably thirteen at the end of the movie compared yeah. to his eighteen. The credits say at the end of the movie it's fourteen year old Ricky. Well, yeah, but and you have eighteen year old Billy. So so Billy has to go back to his room and Mother Teresa whips him. Yeah, he gives him a good fucking beating, and yeah. you know. But after over the jeans, though, so yeah, you know, well, still. But after get, <laughs> after getting that ass beat, he's then tied up to the bed because uh, he's starting to have these dreams, mm-hmm. and these Santa dreams again with bare chested mom, dead dad, crying yep. baby, fucking psycho Santa. Yep. All this that he saw when he was five years old on the way back from grandpa's. This is he. He just takes it and runs out the door. So, right. Mother Superior ties his motherfucking ass. To By his bedpost, yeah, yeah. So he's what? sort of like his arms are sort of spread out above his head on his bedposts, which I have to believe would cause your arms to go numb if you had to sleep that way. Yeah, this isn't kink play. Like I was <laughs> like, who's Mother Superior? Billy about to get freaky? No, I'm just kidding. And, and, and uh, this is an I'm eight-year-old child, Nick. Uh, and of course, Billy is begging to Sister Margaret, you know, let me out, let me up, let me up. And Mother Superior is just, you're going to stay this way. You, you stay in this bed. So she's tying him to the bed and closing the door and leaving him for the rest of the night which is very traumatic, has to be very traumatic. Uh, Billy's overall time at St. Mary's Orphan Home is a bad experience. Well, it's got to be just because they always say that he's good up until like the month before Christmas and right after Christmas, he's fine. Like he's a good kid, they say. It's only during the holidays where he flips the... And that's when uh, Mother Superior says, well, he's still... We still have a visit from Santa coming. Yes. Billy is going to sit on Santa's Billy's lap. Billy's going to go sit on his lap. Yeah, and this is, it's like, oh, come on, Mother Superior, you dick. Quit saying that. So You the, dick. The next day is Christmas. Yep. Uh, I love the little Mother Superior under her breath as she watches all the kids play. It's it's greed, I see, when there should be gratitude. Like, she yeah. is such an old bitty. Well, they're um, a bunch of little kids. That's all yeah, they're, they're just ha- in his yeah. presence. Yeah. So Superior asks Billy if he's good. Yeah. He says, yes, Mother Superior. So she's like, run and go grab your present, homie. So right. she wants to put Billy on Santa's lap, and that's not good, Andy. Nope. We cut you know, to Santa there later with kids on the lap, and, of course, Mother Superior dragging Billy into the room. He's kicking and screaming the whole way. No, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to. She forces him to sit on Santa's lap. She says, you will behave, you will show gratitude. And Billy uh, jumps off Santa's lap and punches him. A bloody Your fucking eight-year-old, nose. Eight-year-old kid lays out this adult. Pulls, like out, he a, just swings pulls out a Tyson on that and, motherfucker. And runs upstairs, and Santa sits up with a bloody nose going, like, what the hell's wrong with that kid? And little Ricky tries to run after his brother. Yes, but the mother, Sister Margaret, Sister Margaret stops, stops him. him and, and Billy runs to his room. And sits in a corner. Yeah, and uh, says like, "Hey, I I'm not going to be naughty. I'm not. I want to get punished. Uh, He's I'm not got naughty." A fetal position. Yes. Yeah. Next to his little dress of drawers, tre- yeah. chest chest of drawers, and who comes in and says his name? You I think hear? it's Mother Superior. She, no, it she sounds... says William. Oh, I thought it was Billy. Oh, 
I thought she, she always called him William. Because he looks, because it freeze frames on his face, like going, <gasps> and he's terrified. I think it maybe is like the ghost of his mom, you know, oh. bare chested mom with a cut throat. I don't really? know, but yeah, I know. Okay, I'm the weirdo. I, I'm the weirdo. <laughs> nice. So, well, it, I think it's driving home the point that his years here are not pleasant. Every Christmas, he is punished because he uh, acts out with his uh, suppressed memories. Sure. More but or less. I guess for the next 10 years, he's cool. Well, you have to believe something like that happens every Christmas, though, don't you? Well, okay, but or I guess some, that, but I guess extent. they don't really go through that. I guess they don't go through that the motion of the rest of the years no, because now don't. he's 18. Right. He's out of foster care. 1984. 1984, he, uh, we meet Mr. Sims. Uh, he owns a toy store. Ira's Toys, or is it I- Ira? Ira's? It's Ira's. It's Ira's not toys. IRA's Toys. It's not Irish, Irish Army, Irish Republic. <laughs> Army. It's Ira's Toys, Ira's owned toys. by Mr. Sims. I Which would is hope funny. It's... Is Ira a Jewish name? Um, well, it, Ira's Toys has nothing to do with Christmas. I guess it doesn't. No, make it's any no, it's it's a Yiddish name. Okay, it doesn't make any difference. Never mind. It's Wait. not like it's a Christmas store and it's a Jewish guy owning it. Well, they I mean, cover all the windows. It's a yeah. it's a creepy ass looking store. Ira's Toys is what it's called. Mr. Sims is there. Uh, Mr. Sims is uh, was featured in our Instagram yep. today because. He started many things. Played by Britt Leach. If you've ever seen Weird Science, he plays Anthony Michael Hall's dad yep. in Al, the movie Weird Al Science. Wallace. Yep. He was also what I thought was fun. I recognized him right away. I loved the Brady Bunch when I was a young, 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 young kid. Okay. I remember that one episode of the Brady Bunch, Marsha Brady wanted to get Davy Jones to sing at her prom. Oh, yeah. That's a and famous she promi- episode. She promised everyone that she was going to get him to know. And she was the president of the Davy Jones fan club. Davy Jones was the lead singer of the Monkees. Yeah. So a Beatles she, knockoff. A be- yeah, but they made it for television. Sure. It went crazy. I mean, yeah. good for them. Marsha sneaks into the studio where Davy Jones happens to be recording. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. And there's <laughs> Britt Fume or whatever, the guy who plays Mr. Brit, Sims. Britt Leach. Britt yeah. Leach. He's Davy Jones' manager. Oh, so he's in that episode, Brady Bunch. Yes! He's in Weird Science. He was Reg in The Great Outdoors, the guy who gets struck by lightning a whole bunch of times, if you've ever watched that movie. Uh, I know that's where I recognized him from. Um, so he plays Mr. Sims, the quote-unquote friendly, not-so-friendly toy store owner. He's got a lot going on. Yeah, and Sister Margaret's trying to convince Mr. Sims to give Billy a job. Uh, Mr. Sims hasn't met him yet. Mr. Sims is like, I don't have any jobs. All I have is a stockroom position, and it's for a man, not a boy. Yes. <laughs> and Sister Margaret's like, oh, well, then that's no problem. Maybe uh, maybe you want to meet Billy before he leaves. And Mr. Sims like, I don't need to. And she's like, no, Billy, come in here. And Billy is jacked. He is good looking. <laughs> He's Hitler's wet dream. <laughs> He's blonde-haired, blue-eyed, super muscly. God, just, you know, screaming like, you know, he's, he's like... exactly what the Nazis wanted. <laughs> girls in the 80s are like, who's Leif Garrett? Like, this right. guy... Right. I, you know, if he wouldn't become some psycho, he could have gone on to have a dreamy career. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure this movie wasn't good on his resume, but... No. He, let's just put it this way. He's a dreamy young man. And Mr. Sims, you know, you could see, like, his heart on coming through his little fucking work coat. He's like... Oh. So he hires Billy well, right because he... I don't think he's gay or anything. I think he just hired Billy because he needs a strong hey, person. Can, I, I'm not gay, but I still get a hard on for a good-looking man. <laughs> he just wanted somebody to be able to move boxes around, and Billy <laughs> is jacked and able to do it. Yes, um, and so we he's go to hired. a sweet 
80s montage, Nick, and this is where the, the song is called Warm Side of the Door, and it's a montage of Billy being uh, a great worker. Being a great worker. Uh, he doesn't drink alcohol, he drinks milk. Yeah, um, and, but it's. The stockroom manager, Andy, is the other guy in this scene uh, while Billy's moving boxes and taking inventory. So, gonna play yeah, this is called The Warm Side of the Door. It's a Christmas song, and I know, again, it's like we try to stay organic here at Slash U. Slash, really slash Yule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of fun, so just uh, hang out with us and tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. Warm side of the door. Right here. On the warm side of the door. It's so the- <laughs> always Christmas on the warm side of the There's door. People who love you, they want to hug you and kiss you. Yeah. It's always Christmas. Yeah. And so this is, as Andy said, it's a great montage. Yeah. And this is what's cool too, uh, Andy. During this montage, we get a little foreshadowing. Christmas Yuletide foreshadowing. Right. Oh, we see the axe. That uh, eventually be a part of uh, Billy's arsenal. Arsenal of killing tools. What I thought too yeah. was really cool too, Andy. During this montage, we got to see some cool old toys. Like for people that like old school oh, toys, yeah, right. you got to see like mouse traps, some Smurfs, some Muppet shit. Like they show Ralph doll. Some really cool retro stuff. Yeah, and like stuff you forget about, and it's just it's it's cool. Like yep. when toy stores were actually something, they're not really something anymore. I mean, it's like Toys R Us when you were a kid, you're like, holy fuck, this is rad. So again, knowing getting a little foreshadowing with the axe. Yep. The montage is rad too, Andy, because it's. I love it when it shows Billy helping out a little girl, and and Mr. Sims is like, he's yeah. a great worker. I like him. Everybody he's loves a, him. Yep. Everybody and, loves him until he comes out with the sign. <laughs> He's yeah. all smiling, and then when, he, yeah, when they, Mr. Sims pulls out the Merry Christmas sign, I took a picture of his expression. He went, oh. His face like, dropped. Because <laughs> it, it was a big banner there unraveling that says Merry Christmas, and in the center between Merry and Christmas is Santa's head, a picture of Santa's head. And as soon as Billy sees that, his face drops. Um, so it, it's just them announcing that Santa's coming to the store. Uh, so for a few days there... Leading up we're to getting, Christmas. yeah, we're getting, we're, we're getting to the holidays. They have a store Santa, uh, where the kids can sit on his lap, and Billy is um, obviously not too keen on that. No, at he's... one point he comes out from the back in the stock room and comes around the corner, and there's Santa with uh, a line of kids. Ho ho ho! Yeah, and Billy sort of uh, stumbles, has a panic attack, stumbles backwards into some balls, falls on the floor. Yeah, and this is where we discover that he might have a yeah. He stumbles on the floor. You're right. Yeah, because he hates Santa so much and hates christmas and all right. that shit obviously we know but that you now. have to think like in his mind he doesn't know you know what i mean like he doesn't know why he's scared i don't i don't think i don't know quite know how suppressed memories work yeah he's getting flashes i mean we're cutting the flashes of dead parents this isn't dr you this is no, slash you it's true i don't want to psychoanalyze billy but i think he just gets a panic attack because santa causes those but feelings. he knows who santa is he well, knows sure. it's christmas he knows sure. it's and he knows that Santa punishes the naughty yes, people. Yes, and that's why he knows to say, have you been naughty or nice, or are you sure. going to get punished, or I all that shit. I still don't think he remembers his parents got killed by Santa, though. I, I disagree, because he goes to flashbacks of his dead dad and his yeah. bare-chested, slit-throat mom. I think he just goes back to flashbacks of Listen, somebody. I don't want to. This is the Yuletide episode. I don't want to start fighting. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. But this is what we do find out though when he sees Santa. He falls over. Pamela 
cute Love little interest. Yeah, she he kind of has a crush on little uh, a coworker Pamela. Yep. A coworker at the Toy Store. He kind of has a crush on her. She kind of okay? helps him up helps and, him up because you know this kid hates fucking Santa. So he hates he, fucking Santa. Yeah. And his outfit, <laughs> it looks like he stole the, the his his stock room boy outfit. Yeah. Looks like he just is going to visit Tatooine. It looks he, like a gi. Or like yeah, karate. or it looks like Luke Skywalker's Adam original Eve. outfit. Yeah, I suppose. yeah. I mean, it's like, hey, we don't have any outfits. Someone go look at George yeah. Lucas's life. You know, like <laughs> it, his stock boy robe. It looks like what young Luke Skywalker wore back in the day. Yeah, that's it. Let's go to that dream sequence. Uh, the close up of the Brillo pad. Oh right, Billy has. Uh, he goes back to the soccer room. And he's kind of recovering from this little panic attack. And yeah. He has a daydream about Pamela. It's him and Pamela lying naked on a bed. I assume. Yeah, maybe his foster or the, like his the, bed. The he's... camera sort of pans from their feet, intertwined up to a their brillo pad, and it's Billy's hairy ass. God, is it hairy? You can see. Um, Ooh, yeah. What the smells that thing must hold. <laughs> Oh my God! Can you imagine? Like, I imagine it's like wiping peanut butter out of a shag carpet. Oh, that poor camera guy was like, "I gotta get close to fucking Billy's, the actor Billy's ass Gross. again." Gross. It's okay. It's just really hairy. Is continue hairy butt. anyway. Continue, um, and, and thanks for uh, listening. Yep. Sorry about that imagery. Um, <laughs> Pamela is naked in his arms. They're just kind of kissing and smooching. They're not having sex, but they're both lying there naked. So this is Billy's daydream. And at one point, Santa busts in, the evil Santa that killed his parents. And Pamela screams, and evil Santa's uh, got a knife, and it jabs down into her. I thought it was him, but... Was it him? Maybe. I, it, was, you know, it was a stomach... Uh, I saw his... laying on their back. That's yeah. I thought it was yeah. her. It, it, but it I, and in any case, the knife runs down yes. the length of the person's torso, and Billy snaps awake. Just snaps awake in bed. Like, so then we oh know it's gosh. a dream. And we know it was a dream sequence. Yeah. The next day is, after the dream, he wakes up the next morning and it's Christmas Eve at the toy store. Mr. Sims is, of course, all grumpy because it's probably his busiest day of the year. Um, unfortunately, the guy who plays Santa at Iris Toys has broken his ankle Damn ice skating. It. Yep. And guess what Sims is going to do? We have to, we need to substitute Santa. Guess who he gets to play we've him? We've got a big burly dude who works in the stock room. His name's Billy. And, uh, of course, Mr. Sims warms up to Billy. Hey, I need you. Need a favor from you. How's things going? You're my, you're my number one. You know? Let the mind fuck begin. Yep. And they we, don't know, of course. They don't know. Like, no, they don't know. Billy's yeah, but I mean, it's just like he. But he does it. I mean, he's a good kid. Yeah. This is a funny part that Cheryl said she was watching the movie with me uh, up till this point, and they cut to uh, Billy in the Santa outfit with Mr. Sims looking in the mirror. And yeah. Cheryl looked up and said, "Like, oh, that's gonna fuck him up." <laughs> Totally. He is now dressed as the guy who killed his family or killed his mom and dad. He's just staring in the mirror because you have no idea what wheels are turning in his head at this point. There's so many complicated feelings, I'm sure. Well, that's what's crazy is like when he sits in the chair, like his first order of business is to mind fuck this little girl. Oh, yeah. she's, she's She's kind of squirming in his lap and he's like... You know, what are you doing? Like, he, he t- and he talks like this too. He's like, he's, his whispers are all creepy. I'm going to see if I can do it. He's like, please stop it. What's the matter with you? Please stop it. Do you, any, do you have any idea what you're doing? Yeah, if you can't, if you can't calm the fuck down, I'm gonna punish you. I'm gonna punish you. Have well, you he naughty? says Santa punishes you. Yes, yeah, Santa. Santa but, will punish you. But they flash to all the parents and like fucking Mr. Sims, and they're like, "Oh, he's got a great way with kids." Because he, the little girl sat still. <laughs> yeah, after they're, they're all like, "I'm gonna punish you, you yeah. little fucking bitch." What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they, they're all looking from afar, like he's really good with these children, you know. And, 
um, the little girl jumps off his lap and runs and hugs mommy, and of course, yeah, all the every... parents are happy. Yeah, well, he's doing a great job as Santa. So the phone rings in the stock room, and Dick Bag, uh, boss of Billy, Andy, Andy, no relation. Kind of, yeah, yes, it's me. <laughs> There's a second. I think that's our second character, Andy, in a movie. It is. Um, but you know, he's kind of probably you know they could have called him Brad, same thing. Yeah, but he's an ass clown. He answers the phone, and we find out that it's Sister Margaret, and he's like, "Oh, he's not in the stock room anymore. He's out playing ho 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 Santa." It flashes to Margaret, and she's putting down the phone like, "Oh fuck!" Sister she, Margaret knows what's going the fuck on. She must have just called to check up. Yeah, because right? it's Christmas, right? So she's probably just calling. She's Sister on Margaret's her. good. She is good. She should have uh, been promoted to mother mother superior, superior. but. Uh, it, she learns that Billy is playing Santa, and that's no good. So, so she's gonna she takes the fuck off. We know she's gonna come check him, check, check on him, check in up person. on him. But as the night <clears> comes <throat> to an end at the toy store at seven p.m., a nice snow is falling, and it's time <laughs> to fucking party. Yeah, Mr. Sims, he locks the door, and he's like, "The bullshit's over." Yeah, let's, let's get drunk. Get shit face. That's what I'm like. Mr. Sims is a good time, Charlie. I'd love to get fucking wasted with uh, Mr. Sims, and you got Pamela, Andy, Mrs. Randall, Mr. Sims. Couple Billy, other clerks. A couple other people that I think just kind of take off. They might have a drink, but they're not there at the end. The no, people, they're not. No. Uh, this the, is the staff Christmas party, more or less. Yeah, they're, they're all ready to get down. Like, yeah. uh, uh, the party goes on, and they're yep. with another Everyone, Christmas song. Everyone's drinking. Even Billy. Even still Billy's, dressed, yeah. Still dresses Mr. Santa. Sims is Gives getting, him some drinks. Gives says, you're going to party with me, buddy. Yep. Andy, uh, stockroom manager, gets Pamela to go make out with him in the toy aisle. Yeah. Um, and then... Little ways away from the... Uh, yeah. And he's got a mistletoe. He's like, come over here. So Billy watches them make out in the aisle. And I'm sure he's not happy. He's dressed as Santa. He's in his, the outfit that he's going to wear for the rest of his life. Still sipping a drink. Still sipping a drink. And Andy and Pamela go into the stock room. Oh, yeah. Andy's like, I got something for you. I got a present for you. Yeah. And that's, but Billy's starting to lose it now, in my opinion, Andy. And it's, the it's alcohol time to probably doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Damn, I'm on my second beer, and I want to fucking right. murder you. No, I'm playing. I love you. Um, and but, Mr. Sims is... Uh, yeah, just to trying to talk. He's like... Twasted. She, she's fucking lit, dude. He's like, this party sucks. and You better sober up, Santa. He's talking to Billy like he's actually fucking Santa. Ah, uh, yeah. You and, better uh, sober up, Santa. You got a busy night ahead of you. So I think this is when I'm starting to think that Mrs. Randall and Mr. Sims are going to touch genitals. Like... I oh. think she's like, I think Mrs. Randall's kind of like, hey, let me, let me uh, smell the taint, you know, let me smell the Christmas taint. Wow. Uh, we so, can't get any more crude than we've done this <laughs> so, Sorry, Mrs. Damos. Um, so back in the stock room, um, Anda's trying to show Pamela that present, which yes. I guess is his penis. I would assume because Pamela's just like, <laughs> why can't you, why can't you just bring it out front and give it to me in front of everybody? And Andy's just like, it's not the kind of present that I want everyone to see. I mean, she's obviously clueless. He's like, I'm going to give you my dick. You're going to take my you dick. take this dick. And Pamela's just dick. like, I don't get why we got to do this back in the stock room. Um, yeah, so. We get a little no means no action. Yes, and that's, like, yeah. Yeah, right? That's, but yeah, and it's, that's what kind of, we'll jump to that. But we, we still see Mrs. Randall and Mr. Sims, while Andy's trying to persuade Pamela to touch his weenus. Yeah. Mrs. Randall and Mr. Sims are still singing Christmas carols. Um, what are they singing? Santa is watching. Santa They're is. singing that song. Yeah. Yeah. And they, but Mr. That's Sims crazy. is all fucked up and he can't. This is when I think. You know, Mrs. Randall's trying to get a little Mr. Sims's <laughs> little Sims. Um, Billy stalks off to the stock room, um, and he sees Andy being overly aggressive. Right, oh, that's he's what I being mean overly by, aggressive with Pamela. That's which what is, I mean by the no means no. Yeah, actually. and so this is where, in my opinion, and uh, this is where he flips. Co-host Andy. Yeah, um, he flips. I agree. He, he's Completely. watching. He's watching Andy 
the actor right play you know aggressively approach pamela, pamela. and and and, and pressure her right. I, the word race is horrible but well it is but it's sexual assault a sexual and, uh, assault yes yeah pamela is like no let's i don't want to do this let's go back so he rips off her shirt she and rips open her shirt does her no one in this movie wear a bra no i would love to know no. if we go back to the original death of Van, of billy's mom the the bad Santa rips her dress open and she had no bra on. You didn't need bras back in the eighties. And 80s. now here we are. <laughs> you had cocaine. <laughs> it keeps them up. Yeah, it's just all the support you need right there, cocaine. And so here's sock <laughs> boy, sock boy Andy rips open Pamela's blouse. No bra. There's no, there was nothing. He was wearing a low cut V sweater too. Like I'm not saying it's like. And and what he just like threw her down and he kind of like pinned her her hands above her head and he just started rubbing his face like he's just started yeah. motorboating. Her. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't know what he's doing. So obviously he's <laughs> and Andy little little I'm sorry little little Santa Billy is watching this and he's like he's no. getting sweaty and th- yeah and this yeah. is like where his mono like goes from being an articulate young man to just talking like a fucking gargoyle monosyllabic like Mar- Madman Mars yeah. Punish. Yeah. So he grabs, he fucking approaches uh, Andy and Pamela, takes fucking, becomes super fucking human. One arm strangles uh, Andy with some Christmas lights and holds him up with one with arm. one arm. Strangles him. Yeah. Blood, so tight that blood runs down yeah. his throat. And Sick, he, man. And so then he looks at Pamela like he's sorry. Like, he's like, second. I just want to do this to protect you. But then Pamela freaks out on him. She starts calling him crazy. You know, yeah. what did you do? Yeah, you bet. Like, so I was trying to help you, fucking Pamela. Right. Jesus Christ. Right. And right. I know I shouldn't have maybe have killed him. Maybe I should have knocked him out or something. But he, he was really, I mean, Billy, thank you. Nope. Let's call the cops because you were just protecting me. He would have gotten off scot-free. He, uh, nope. He grabs a, a box cutter. Exacto, exacto knife. knife. Yep. And he stabs Pamela in the stomach. And rips, then yeah, rips, guts cuts her. her upwards up to her sternum. And you see her boobs one last time as she falls over on the floor, dead. Yeah, and this is very important because this is when all the this is when all the flashbacks really came back to in his head. Yeah, the, you know the the reoccurring vision of his mother, the reoccurring vision of his. So it's it's father. at this point he thinks he is Santa, right? Like he's gone off the deep end at this point. He thinks he's Santa, and he thinks he's punishing. That's a good. That's a good question. People. That that might be one for our viewers to kind of weigh into. Does he think he's Santa? Those I, of you who've seen the movie, tell us. Yeah, I don't know if he does. I just think he's losing it, and he doesn't know really. Punish. Yeah, punish. Naughty. naughty. Yeah. Um, drunken Mr. Sims uh, walks to the stockroom. Thought he heard something. Thought he heard something, but uh, you know he's just drunk. At least he dies fucking wasted because as he tries to leave the stock room, he doesn't see Pamela or Andy dead, but he does get a claw hammer to the head and brain matter, the specks of brain matter. They were really smart in that in special effects that they like, let's take some fucking jello and some blood and because it really looks like brain hits the boxes, the toy boxes. So So he's dead. Yep. Miss Randall is now all alone, yep. and she annoyingly calls for Mr. Sims an annoyingly yeah. amount of times. Mr. Sims! Mr. Sims! But, Mr. Sims! Yeah, like even Jody was like, well, she shut up. Like every time she says Mr. Sims, yeah. drink. I said, I wish somebody would kill her. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she plays it smart. Like the yeah. chase begins. Like I thought it was going to be a quick kill with her. No, she had this stupid little hat, hat on, on, and she kind of used that to, 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 yeah, misdirect Billy. Yeah. But in the end, I mean, it's, it's, as Billy is trying to stalk Mrs. Randall, he's reciting Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yep. I guess to give it more of a Christmas feel. I don't know, but uh, he is. To make him seem crazy. Yeah. But, um, 
I mean, I guess he could have been singing like YMCA. Yeah, it's fun to stay would, at the. Uh, I know what it would have meant. The context would have been yeah, there, but it wouldn't have fit really. <laughs> Miss Randall is a fighter, but uh, alas, uh, right. Billy Santa shoots her with a bow and arrow. A bow and arrow in a toy store, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Is well, they that... had guns. I'm sure they had BB guns in there. Sure, but still, um, this was a supposed to be a toy, right? And he was able to shoot her in the back, and the arrow came out her front. Shoot through her body with a bow and arrow at fifty yards. I'm sure. Yeah. Too. <laughs> she was about to break the front windows open with the with the axe. With the axe that she stole from. Yeah, and she knocked him over, and uh, and uh, he just goes no, and she turned around and he hits her with an arrow. That was good, um, man. I a toy bow and arrow. So <laughs> this guy's unstoppable. Uh, way to go, Ira. He calmly uh, gets the keys. It unlocks the yep. front door and leaves, and yep. and we we have some cuts to the, the animatronic decorations. Yeah, and, and moving around. Guess who just missed him? Sister Margaret. Oh, yeah, she comes up later, but I just love the oh the stills of like the the elves, the little animatronic elves moving back and forth, and the animatronic Santa moving back and forth with the music playing. Very creepy. Very yeah, no, creepy. you're right. Uh, I yeah. really think that this I got 80s, but if they would have, I'm sure they remade it sometime. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get into that fight now, but it's... they did remake this in 2012. They yeah. did rebooted it 2012. Um, but Sister Margaret rolls up and comes in saying hello we assume she discovers the grizzly murders and calls the police yeah and that's that what that's what happens camera. and now um billy is on a killing spree uh, the rest of this movie is just scenes of him killing different people um, and eventually being defeated yes uh, we're spoiling the whole movie oh yeah say that at the top of the show yeah if we, for <laughs> those of you who are new at this sh- listening to our show yeah and we're uh, not pros either i don't have thing. a degree in film criticism who gets a degree in film criticisms yeah i don't know uh but uh crim cr- uh film review eology right uh Let's just go through the kills. I think this is fun. Uh, yeah. Christmas carolers are annoying the fuck out of me because that's one center kid. After I watched it the second time, he keeps moving his fucking head. I don't know why that bothered me. But um, <laughs> Denise and Tommy on Christmas Eve are teenagers downstairs from what I guess is Denise's house. Or is she a babysitter? I think she's a babysitter. So maybe the, the adult parent, maybe Cindy, who she's babysitting, a little girl named Cindy. Maybe they're yeah. at a party. They must be. But, Christmas you know, Eve party. Yeah, and, I but, call these the pool table kids. The pool table kids. They're getting it on on a pool table. Yeah, and so Lindy, little Cindy. I'm little, beer. little Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who. Yeah, so I from thought. The Grinch. Yeah, so I thought maybe they're calling her little Cindy from the Grinch, but she comes downstairs, and so Denise quickly just says, uh, she does the Santa rule and threatens her to go back to bed because. Of course, she's topless or almost topless in right. her panties on the pool table. So she she's like, if you don't go back to bed, you're going to be naughty. You won't get any presents. No, she so. says, if you don't go back to bed, Santa won't come. And Tommy That's goes, a- he's not the only one. <laughs> and then I love it also. Doesn't he say something like, uh, he says like, because uh, they're on the top of a pool table. It's like you hear. Two ball corner pocket. Yeah, two ball, like two ball corner pocket. A lot of, uh, a lot of testicular and cum jokes uh, in this scene. Hilarious. Um, I'm so shocked in one of our movies. What? <laughs> they they continue to make out. Denise is now topless, but she hears bells, some, so, some jingling, some jingling some, bells. Some so she sleigh bells ringling, ting ting tingling too. To, yeah, it's uh, lovely weather for a sleigh, sleigh ride. ride together with you. you. Uh, it's but she, they, thinks, she it's thinks it's the, the cat. Yeah. So she's like, well, hold on, I gotta get dressed and go up there. So what does she do? She just puts on a pair of the shortest Daisy Dukes you've ever seen, no top, no shoes, and goes upstairs. Opens the front door with her boobies hanging out and says, like, little chompers, little chompers, the yeah, kitty. Come on in. The little kitty does come in, but so does just, Tommy. Just as she's closing the door, Billy 
is like you said, Billy, um, yes. yeah, Billy just jumps into the scene and punish and goes punish. <laughs> so Denise runs for her life. He busts down the door and he's got his axe and. So he's busting through. You know, yeah. she's trying to run away, and so he grabs her, and he's holding her, and she's screaming and kicking. I guess all the while, right. Tommy downstairs can't hear this. The music's too loud. Well, but neither can little fucking Cindy Lou Who or whatever in her I'm bedroom. But anyway, not gonna worry about it. <laughs> Billy notices some antlers on a stuffed deer head that's on the wall. Right. So he's just like he lights up, holds Denise, presses her through the antlers. And pushes her through to make the antlers stab her through her body. Yeah. Leaving her hanging there, blood coming out of her mouth. Yeah. And that is Nick's Dick Kills of the Week. Out of the way. Merry Christmas. Pew, 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 so, pew. Sleigh ride. Nick, pew, would, pew, you, pew. would you say that that deer head now has two nice racks on its head? Hey, you've been waiting for that one. Too. I chambered that. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Oh, topless girl and antlers. Two nice uh, racks. Two nice racks. I did read that uh, there is no way physically that Tommy's height and holding her, he wouldn't have made it to the Also, that so. thing would have fallen off the wall. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, you're There's right. There's no way. Even if she even weighed only 100 pounds, it would it would fall off the wall. So, um, Tommy, Did you notice that that house, there was like tiger pictures? Yes, I did. There was a tiger picture <laughs> in the basement by the pool table. Just a big, big painting or whatever in the wall. And then upstairs by the hallway where little Cindy's bedroom is, there's another tiger picture. I was like, these people love tigers? The fuck? And, yeah, and I mean, that's what's... <laughs> so Tommy wants to know what the fuck's going on with Denise. And what I like about Tommy is that when he does discover Denise's body hanging from the deer antlers and see this guy dressed as Santa come up to him and go, punish! Yeah. Tommy puts up a fight. He does. He almost wins, too. Almost gets the cops to come to the house. But Billy is back. Yep. Throws him out the window. So... And Tommy dies instantly by getting impaled. Yeah, with a jagged, big ass piece huge. of glass through his torso, through his head. You know, just cut up with the glass, plus the fall from two stories. And yeah, so yeah. he he's dead, and so he's he's leaving with his axe. This is great for me. He's uh, just walking by, walking by, and little Cindy, who she's, who's Denise and Tommy are babysitting, or Denise is rather, uh, sees Billy Santa leaving and calls out, Santa, Santa Claus. She's all cute and shit, friends, and she she wants a present. Do you have a present? Yeah, and creepy Santa Billy is like, uh, have you been good? Naughty. Yeah. So she's like, I've been good. So he, he gives her says, all year. Yeah. And she's, she, she yeah, nods. So not, not only does he give her the exacto knife that he used to kill Pamela, <laughs> uh, he gives her a lifetime of trauma and mental instability exactly. because she will soon discover Denise and Tommy dead in her house. Right. So she is fucked too. Because we hear as as Billy's walking out yeah. down the front steps, we hear little Cindy go Denise. Denise. So yeah, She's thanks for the same, thanks yeah. for the thanks for the exacto knife and yeah. the lifetime of therapy and trauma and fucking. So there's a spinoff they could have done right yeah. there. Little Cindy, uh, traumatized. I know that would have been a that, that, yeah like oh yeah. let's make Silent Night Deadly Night six because she would probably we could actually oh, the no Cindy Lou Who years. <laughs> Um, so, but the now I guess uh, word is out. Word is a Santa out. killer uh, around town because we've got a couple of cops in a in a squad uh, SUV rolling downtown, and they're just talking to each other. Can you believe it? We're out. We're on the lookout for Santa Claus. So next thing you know, we'll be looking for the Easter Bunny. Right. Someone's called the police. Probably Sister Margaret. Sister uh, Margaret. And uh, after she discovered the the murders in the toy store, and um. These cops are looking for Santa. They drive by a house where there's a ladder up to the second floor, and they can get. They just catch the tail end of a Santa Claus climbing into a second-story window, and they're like, "Whoa, what's that?" They just bust into this house. 
They don't well, knock. Yeah, they, they, no yeah. search warrant or nothing. They just bust in the front door. What the mom's wife is sitting in the in the living room. And she's like, "What are you doing? What? Hey, what are you doing?" And they run upstairs. And they bust Santa. It's just a dad dressed as yeah, Santa. Yeah, but wouldn't the mom be up there watching this cute moment? Because obviously the, d- yeah. the dad's trying to be cute, but it womp womp. He tries to like, surprise like his the... kid. Or, Nick, here's what I thought it was. Mom and dad are divorced, and this was dad dressed as Santa trying to kidnap his own daughter. No, dude. I, that's, I gave no. it a dark spin. Yeah, you did. That's <laughs> that's uh, that's too... I think it's just the dad trying to be like you know surprise. cute, and then it's like womp womp. Yeah. Like, you know, they're... they're so, so it was a nothing It was a nothing thing, but this is... And then again, the killing spree continues with uh, two young bucks decide to go sledding. Uh, their names are Jim and Doug. They aren't mentioned by name in the movie. I looked them up. Uh, Jim and Doug. Did these kids kind of look like Jewish kids to you? Why does it matter, dude? Yeah. Why uh, does it matter? I don't. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. You know, it's a Christmas. Yeah. They, they have the Chinese food box in their so hand, and you know. <laughs> they are no, two young bucks. They're 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 sledding on Christmas Eve. Their parents are probably drunk. Yeah. Their, their Jewish parents are probably drunk at the synagogue. No, I'm just kidding, friends. But well, I know what you're saying, but it, they're just they're, 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 they're like 13, 14 year old kids that right. just want to go party on their sleds. Right. They but then go they find the, the the older bullies, like the kids that are like 15 or 16. Bob up. and Mac. Yep. Are the two older kids? They steal their sleds. They uh, they send Jim and Doug off off. They you know get the hell out of here. We're yeah. stealing your sleds. So now Bob and Mac get to take these toboggans and sled down the hill. Here's what I didn't understand, or I don't. I guess maybe you can help. Why did we need four kids in this scene? Why couldn't we just have Bob and Mac out sledding? Like, what did we need? I think it makes the bullies to steal the sleds. Yeah, because then we don't care if they die. Like the the young kids that were there, like it'd been sad to see them go. Like Denise and yeah, Denise and Tommy were fucking so punished, naughty. Got it. And you know that's why Cindy didn't die. She's young. She's Um, nice. Miss, I don't know why Miss Randall died, but uh, so we have Bob and Mac. Miss Randall died because she was drinking. I drinking guess. Drinking is sinful. All right. Uh, so yeah, you're not drinking milk. He takes a sip of beer. Yeah. Uh, and then, so Bob and Max stole the sleds from Jim and Doug. So we've established them as bullies as bad. They're they're naughty. Uh, Mac slides down the hill first. I had to do a little research to know which was which. Yeah, good. Mac slides down the hill first. He loved it, had a great time. Bob gets in his sled, and he starts sliding down the hill. And Billy Santa jumps out of the bushes and just goes, naughty, and decapitates Bob right there on the sled and Bob's body continues to slide <laughs> down the hill in the sled where Mac meets him at the bottom and starts screaming and the head rolls down the hill after him and that is Andy's dick shot kill the week kill shot brought to you by sponsor to be entered later that was a lot of fun just cause it happened that was rad the momentum of him sledding carried him Carried him on down the hill without his head. And that stupid mannequin head or whatever was great. So, <laughs> and the other kid lives. Yeah, he was just screaming. Yeah, he was just kidding. So, you know, we just, you know, he lives. He goes on to probably, right, probably run and tell other people. So now Captain Ridger, Captain Richards, we meet. Um, Sister Margaret's asleep at the police station. Uh, she wakes up on a bench. Captain Richards is telling her it's not good. There's been three. There's more three more murders. murders. We need to figure out his next step. Right. The orphanage. They figure out, yeah, if we could guess where he's going, we can maybe intercept him. He's got to be going to the orphanage to target Mother Superior. So same Christmas scene, 1984, is the previous year when Billy was eight. Mm -hmm. But now Mother Superior's in a wheelchair. She's ten years older. Um, And 
for some reason, a dumb little girl who's making her dolly talk on the phone forgets to fucking hang up a phone. I mean, she's got to be like six or seven. You oh, don't yeah. hang up a phone. I forgot about that. So, so she, she doesn't she... hang up the phone. So they're trying to call the orphanage. But, the, of course, because she doesn't hang up the phone, the line is busy. I don't know. For those of you, uh, that's how landline telephones work. You um, hang up. You have to hang them up. In My niece didn't know when I told her to hang up her phone. Right. She didn't know what it meant. She's like, what do you mean hang up? That's why I'm saying it. Yeah. <laughs> to any of listeners out there who are not familiar. Under the age of fucking 12? Don't know how a landline phone works. Uh, you, you have to hang it up in order to receive more phone calls. So this little girl leaves it off the hook. And... Uh, Cap the what's his name Captain Captain Richards, Richards. and mother uh, sister Margaret are trying to call they can't get through so they have to go out there so but at, Mr. Captain Richards gets on the phone and yeah thank God they you know he gets on and says hey dress as Santa shoot to kill if necessary so Barney Fife is the first one it's some Barney, some some no, local yokel Barnes. officer what? Barnes 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 Fife you know yeah. maybe after you know but he's just a Keystone cop he messed up. He shoots a 50-year-old deaf man of the cloth who is dressed as Santa as the kids watch. All right, set the scene. <laughs> okay, he it pulls up. It was a mistake, yes. Yes, it was a mistake, but you don't show me what. I mean, you know, nowadays we have trigger-happy cops, but it's mm-hmm. like this is – he sees the Santa, and he screams out, stop. But he doesn't know that the cop's dead, but – the kid, the, he's not aggressively approaching the kids. He's walking up towards them, but he's not hes not holding an axe. He had plenty of time to get over there and subdue them. Mm-hmm. But he decides to shoot them from a long distance. Mm-hmm. The kid dies. The, the, the Santa dies. Mm-hmm. And we find out it's actually Father O'Brien. A 50-year-old deaf man of the cloth. Yeah. So deaf man. Deaf because the cop, Officer Barnes, was yelling, turn around, yeah, turn around. Uh, uh, yeah, he he's didn't not do anything. Dead. So Officer Barnes shot him. He had orders from dispatch to shoot on sight. I don't know, but he's like, oh, shuck. So the kids all rush back inside, and this is a long scene. So he, after he kills the father, Santa O'Brien or whatever, right. um, Mother Superior sends him t- out to scan the orphanage grounds. Yeah, officer and, says, uh, the captain will explain everything when he gets here, uh, but lock the doors, make sure nobody else gets in. And so to lighten the mood, Mother Superior, Mother Superior wants to sing Christmas carols. She says, uh, Richard, go get my uh, pitch pipe. And as he runs to get her pitch pipe, she says, like, such a good boy. It's nothing like his older brother, William. We <laughs> learn that Richard, this is Ricky. This yeah. is Billy's younger brother. Yeah. He's, here you go, Mother Superior. And she's, Meh. And they all start, they singing. start singing. Jack the Halls. And so whatever. So, yeah, then, uh, but Bill, just to make a long story short, uh, as the Fife, Barney Fife cop is scanning the orphanage grounds, uh, Billy gets him in a small shed with an axe, just takes his axe, throws it at him, and so... And says, uh, punish. Punish. Yeah. Punish. So the kids singing Christmas carols. One of the little girls notices Billy Santa standing at the door, so she goes to unlock the door, and Brother Superior is like, fucking... I, I, I wanted her to get axed so bad, don't Andy, but yeah. she's like, don't let him in, but of course, he does get in. And he's slowly walking towards Mother Superior. Yeah, and she's, and she starts saying, uh, "Santa's not real." There's no Santa. Santa's mm-hmm. not real. So all these other little kids in the orphanage find out that there's no Santa because Mother Superior said so. And this Santa uh, raises his axe to try to axe Mother Superior. Yep. And he gets shot from behind by Captain, Captain. Richards. Shoots Billy dead. So on this all magical little, day of Christmas, yeah. the kids see Santa killed twice. Jesus. They see two Santas get shot to death twice, and probably in the matter of 30 minutes on the same day. Mm-hmm. They should make, there's going to be all kinds of little billies running around. Hell, seriously, is yeah. one, was one of those orphans named Mitch McConnell? But, but, as, uh, Billy, <laughs> but as Billy rolls over, 
Bi- <laughs> Sister yes. Margaret rolls Billy over, and he says something like, "You're safe now. Uh, Santa's Santa's gone. You're safe." Little Ricky realizes that's his brother, Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, little Ricky, he's 14 at this point, and the camera pans slowly pans from Billy, uh, Rich, Ricky's feet up to his face, and he just is looking at Mother Superior with an angry face and says, "Naughty." We roll credits. Roll credits. Yeah. That is, but that just leaves up a perfect sequence. I need to take a Yuletide piss. Okay. Well, we will come back. We'll just recap the kills real quick. We'll yes. talk about uh, our next episode. And the future of Slash U. And then um, sip some shout-outs and say goodbye. Right, bye. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? Boom, boom. Windling. Snow's glistening. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Slash Yule, welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, I wanted to ask you about this movie real quick. They made parts three, four, and five. Two, yes. three, four, and two, five. three, four, five. Yeah. Uh, could I think that they could have made <clears throat> they could have made a prequel that centered around Grandpa? Explore why oh. he's in the mental 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 the Utah mental institution. Right. Yes, that is. We, why don't we it do could it? Totally be a prequel that also deals with Santa, and which is why Grandpa's crazy, which is why he's there, which is why he says to Billy. Santa will kill you, punish you if you're naughty. Like it, it could be all Santa centric as well. Dude, no uh, patent pending. You can't take this TM, idea. TM, 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 TM. Fuck off. That's smart. <laughs> We're gonna do prequel, it. A prequel. It is to Silent to Night. To see while Burt Reynolds lookalike motherfucker right. goes into that's that's smart. I just think it would work. You could you know no, because if it's set in the seventies, so like you sequels. could even do it like old school, like it's yeah. set in like the fifties or something, like right, like those creepy ass Santas. Just yeah. got back from World War Two or something. Yeah, yeah. Late forty-five or that's whatever. I like that Andy. Right. I like it a lot. Kill count. Kill count. Uh, so are we counting everyone who died? So if you I've start, read, I've already read a kill count. The the store clerk gets shot down by evil Santa at the beginning of the movie. Yep. Uh, that's one. Billy's parents. Mom, dad. Two and three. Then there's uh, stockroom Andy hung by Christmas lights. Pamela. There's Pamela the the the, the clerk store clerk uh, box cutter. Yep. Disemboweled, more or less. Mr. Sims, hammer to the head. Mrs. Randall, arrowed. Yep. <laughs> There's Denise, the babysitter, hung on the deer antlers. Yes. Nick's dick kill shot. Yes. There's Tommy, thrown out the window uh, with glass and all that, cutting him de- to death. Uh, there was uh, Bob, one of the bullies. He was decapitated off yes. the sled. That's my dick kill. Dick shot, kill. Shit, dick shot kill. There was Father O'Brien, who was dressed as Santa, shot by the Barney Fife Officer Barnes cop. And then there was Officer Barnes himself, axed by Billy, our evil Santa. And then, of course, Billy himself, our slasher. Thirteen. Shot by the cops. Thirteen. Nice lucky number. Thirteen yes. deaths. This is a, one of those movies with a lot of kills. Yeah, I kind of like this format, too. Of like, if it does follow this, like, kind of kill, yeah. like, kill count at the end. Yeah. It Just does kind of... Uh, count everybody who died. Speed regardless, our asses Regardless up. of who killed them. Yeah. Um, I like ju- it. Just a quick note as we go into January. Uh, hashtag dry January. Not saying that we need booze to do our podcast, but... Well, I don't we, know about you. <laughs> we, we feel like episode 20 next week is going to be our New Year's goodbye, but not forever. We're just going to take... Uh, we're ending season one. Yeah. And when February starts back up, we will start season two of Slash U. Right. Episode 21. So you will not be with us. Uh, in January, we will be with you on social media channels. Of course, Instagram's, I think, the best one to reach us out on. That's slash you underscore podcast. Yep. 
you can also reach us at slashupodcast.com. Oh, yeah, the website. The you know, website. I don't think we mentioned the website last week. Yeah, we week. did. Yeah, we last did. week? Did yeah, we, we did. Yeah. Oh, good. Slashupodcast.com. Um, and so we're still going to be there. We're still going to be active on social media. We just really want to learn how to engage more with the horror community yeah. and people that enjoy this silly little genre that Andy and I both right. enjoy and love so much. Side note, our mascot, Edie, right now, Oh, I got to take a picture. She is yeah, wearing a, a little... Christmas robe with Christmas lights. She's so sweet, little Edie girl. Yeah, she's got her, her Christmas robe on. Christmas so, robe um, that flashes. But so we'll take the month of January to, to buckle down, plan, uh, do some things around the podcast because um, we're not pros. This uh, this has started as a hobby, and um, we are gonna. I feel like we're doing okay. Put some more uh, time and effort into it in the month of January. But I agree, we are doing great. We do have a big though. We're next week. Next week, that's our big one, Andy. Let them, let them know what's the, up. It's episode twenty, and it's our slash you holiday slash extravaganza, where Nick and I will come up with some. It's going to be an award-style show. We'll come up with some categories, uh, and we will award uh, the the 19 movies that we watched so far. Uh, 19 movies, Andy. Yeah. Here's to you, buddy. I so thank you, man. Here's to you. We're gonna to have to go back and maybe rewatch movies. a couple of these. Or, we started in uh, August. I know. We'll rewatch a couple of them. We Damn. Will probably review our notes, uh, and we'll have. Thank um, God, I saved those fuckers. Categories such as top dick shot kills of the year, hammiest mm-hmm. acting. Um, best stereotype. Uh, who's our? Who's the the weirdest or most awkward scene? Uh, Oscar or, worthy acting. Yeah, hammiest. Bastard. Yeah, bastard. Or or Mike from the Mutilator. So you think of Macho? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. When he was getting killed, he was going. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was all, good. All dramatic. Uh, but we'll have we'll have uh, several categories, and we will um, go through our, our nominees for each category <clears throat> and um, give them a uh, a slashy or I don't know what are we gonna call our award? Slashy, I like that because <laughs> I started trying that like in our first couple episodes. I was kind of oh, like yeah. I give this like four slash knives out of ten, or I was right, trying right. something fun as we're trying to discover who we are, like touching ourselves for the first time. Perfect. Um, I uh, slashies are good, and uh, it'd be fun to design one. But you know who knows? This is our first. The first annual Slashy Awards. Sure. Uh, we'll slash probably do... You holiday slash extravaganza. But we'll definitely... You'll see on our social media channels that will uh, fly out. Please share with your friends. Please review us. I know you. you hear that all the time on podcasts. It helps. It does. That, that's why people ask you to do it. I'm going to make a New Year's resolution right now. All of you that we follow on social channels, I will promise to leave you a review. Just remind me. Oh, that's nice. Remind Andy. Remind us on our social channels, and uh, we'd be happy to leave you a review. I've done it with a couple of our homies. Yeah. But I need to do more. There's some of you out there that I need to do it better with, so I apologize. No, it's okay. I mean, we're we're um, we're not pros, as we've said many times. Uh, but this is a lot of fun, and as we round out the year, we'll have the... We'll have uh, a brainstorming session in January to, to think about how we can make this uh, better. If you have ideas or things that you'd love to see us do or different angles we could try, uh, please go ahead and uh, leave a leave a comment. Facebook.com slash slash you podcast. Or a movie. Uh, leave us a movie that you'd love to see us watch. We would venture out a little I bit. I just, yeah. I just I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to go like too far yet. There's so much between 1977 and 1988 that we yeah. haven't covered. There's all most of the time we're sticking to we Amazon. We're still sleep away camp. There's there's <laughs> the, the stuff on Amazon Prime. There's the Shutter app. There is a, a ton of it on Vudu. There's stuff on Hulu. There's probably stuff on Netflix. We haven't even looked at Netflix. I mean, there's tons of movies that fall within that time frame. 
So uh, I am, email us too, uh, slash you podcast at gmail.com. Slash you podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to next week. Yeah. I am looking forward to more of the jumping into. Hey, I also wanted to bring this up. Uh, uh-huh. Recap. What do you call it? Like when you talk about an episode from last week? Uh, I don't know. What do we know? Like or, flashback or, or, or like <sighs> talk about an episode from last week? Yeah, pieces. Sure. No, Hell Knight. Sorry, Hell, Hell Knight. Knight. Yeah, the the guy who played uh, the surfer guy, uh, Seth. Seth. Yeah. He is a. I know he was on the World Poker Tour, but right. you know also he was a pro tennis player. I did not. He is married to a girl that's on the Real Housewives of, I think, Orange County or something. Shut up. His dad is Dick Van Patten from Eight is the Fucking Enough. Well, see, the Van Patten sounded familiar. And yeah. Now that you say Dick Van Patten, that makes sense. But I didn't, I mean, I, I did my research, I did my due diligence, and, you know, whatever, Dick Van Patten, that's rad, but I, I still didn't see him as a tennis pro. Me neither. But he, you I know, saw him I was a surfer dude. <laughs> oh, no, I saw him as World Poker Tour, but, I mean, the guy's had an okay career. Nice. So uh, I, I don't know if that's like a – Jody told me, my wife, she told me it's like a retrack or <clears throat> there's yeah. a there's a podcast name for it. I don't know. Just Too uh, old to like re- rehash something we already went over. Yeah. Well, This we'll is kind of nice. I don't feel like our ending's so rushed because usually we're like, oh, we're watching this next week. We're yeah. not watching anything next week. And nope. We'll but, be able to uh, plan out February pretty well. Like, If you haven't listened to, to any of our other episodes, or this is the first episode you ever listened to, or you haven't listened to all of our other episodes, next week will be a great one to catch because we are going to rehash Good call, brother. much of what we went over. Yeah, and um, we, our first episode, we, we were recording on a tablet. like We didn't have microphones, yeah. and I'm sure we're going to continue to grow, and our voices will hopefully sound better. But uh, much love to you all. Um, I'm not going to speak for Andy. I'm going to go and speak for myself because Andy's a grown man. He can speak for himself. <laughs> but uh, uh, from my family to your family and your friends and everyone that you love and hold dear to your heart, happy holidays. Uh, I'm going to speak for myself and say, yep, same. <laughs> <laughs> I could have just said from Nick and Andy. You could have. I, I could have given you permission to speak for me. Uh, yeah, same. Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, it's a joyous time of year. 2020 has been really rough, but listen, listen, we all still have each other. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. Uh, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching yeah, for the stars. Stay the fuck away from other people, like six feet away. All right, <laughs> just mess. Six feet away and not six feet under. Oh, hey, yo, there you go. There you go, Nick and on the Santa Claus tip. The state. You need to be writing PSAs for the state of Wisconsin. Um, but uh, again, I feel like we've wasted enough people's time. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, class dismissed. Yay! I love that.